whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are we here, are here to, to rant, rant and rave. And rave. Yay! It's becoming a habit for me now to be like, that's not part of the song. I don't know. I just get awkward and go, what do I do now? Well, what about I sent you a video last night of my eyebrow work? Because I know you're quite a fan. And I made it. Your eyebrow abilities are something else. I'm one (laughs) one of the lost Marx brothers, perhaps. Like... You did a full interpretive dance with your eyebrows for me. Yes. Like your forehead. Yes. mm -hmm. (laughs) And you had a lot of fun doing it. And then you went, I miss big pun. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dork. I love getting stuff like that from you. (laughs) Jessica, how was your week? It was good. Uh, I have been kind of uh, lazy. I have been sleeping better than I've slept in months. So I have kind of taken the last week and just decided not to set an alarm, which I do and don't recommend. I'm just kind of like, I wake up when I wake up. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm not in high school. Uh Until you wake up and you're like, oh, it's. Well, 43. But you know what, though? You've been struggling with allergies and stuff, too. And I got to tell you, I know I sound a little better, but I still feel snot-headed. Yes. It takes it out of you. Absolutely. And I've been rubbing my eyes practically out of their sockets. I know. My eyes are so itchy. Also, I feel like everyone thinks that I'm uh, maybe have COVID or something. Like, so who said to me the other day, what's going on, Typhoid Mary? I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen to that. That cough, I hear it, because now it's all settled in your lungs. Yes, and now my body's like, get it out, get it out. I'm just disgusting. Did you just hork and spit? I just horked into a a paper towel. What? I'm by myself. (laughs) Oh, my God. Should I edit that out? Listen, this is real life. Really? <laughs> of all the things I've said and done, that's what you think I should edit out for just for that I'm keeping it. Sorry about it. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> oh my god. I sound like a 1970s trucker. Like a 1970s trucker's bitch. That's what I sound like. Out of control. Okay. I bought a new TV, just a newsflash to anyone who's looking. Uh, They're dirt cheap. And I mean, dirt cheap. I remember grandma, you know, remembers about 10 years ago or more. But seriously, going into Best Buy and looking at flat screen TVs in general, let alone big ones. And they were like the cheapest, maybe started at 1500. I know. And now they're crazy 
reasonable. You can get a brand new huge TV for $350. And it is loaded with so much stuff that it's crazy. Like someone who's not at all technically advanced, including like a lot of our parents' generation, they could Mm -hmm. turn it on and now their smart TV is basically set up. They might need to hook in some of their streaming channels. But I mean, gone are the days of having like 17 remotes and stuff like that. Correct. You know, thank God. It's really nice. So that was a nice treat. I'm so happy for you. I feel like you've really been making your space cozy for yourself, Mm -hmm. you and Alan. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. I know. Enjoy it. Sometimes an upgrade is needed. So Yes, absolutely. Mm. Also, Mm. just a little aside. I love it. I just cheers you with my coffee. Yes, please continue. (laughs) There's so many free channels that come with some of these tv we got an lg so there's an entire uh, channel if you will that you click it's lg free channels i can't tell you how many things we get for free that's built into the television that have nothing to do with cable Hmm. it's really amazing also spoiler alert uh, when Alan told me he was doing this, I rolled my eyes and I actually got angry. I was like, look, I'm all about saving money. And I know that we don't have money to burn right now, but yeah. are you joking? You're getting an antenna because a friend of ours did that. Well, I eat my hat for $40. You too can get an antenna from Best Buy and we pick up over a hundred channels. And I'm talking about like NBC, CBS, ABC, where I was like, that's a non-negotiable. I need those three networks and I need cable for that. He's like, no, you don't. And they're coming in clear as a bell. So we have decided not to get cable. We're using the antenna and then HBO Max, Hulu and Netflix. Yeah. That's what we got. That's smart. I know. I told Dan Tipton, we did a sit down and decide what we want because cable is too expensive. It's ridiculous, it's ridiculous for you and to you then have to watch... add on 20 other streaming things exactly. to get what you want and anyway. Exactly. That's the thing. I never watch half of that stuff. Yep. I'm going to tell Dan, I'm going to send him a picture of that antenna, in fact. Well, and also, I don't want to be weird, but the 99 cent store has multiple antennas for very cheap that you can get free local TV with. I wouldn't trust them because I told my friend to get this who doesn't have cable. She bought a cheap one at Target and it didn't work and she took it It didn't back. work. Oh, so the $40 RCA antenna at Best Buy is the way to go. All right. 40 bucks it is works great. Doable. It's better than right. $300 a month for your cable. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like $40 and that's it. Like, you're not paying anything monthly. It, it's great. So yeah, there's my frugal grandma tip of the week. Amazing. Dana, how was your week? Ah, we just fixed. We just fixed a technical issue. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been hacking up a storm all over town. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's been a weird week that has gone very fast. Um, You know, I'll just be transparent and say, like, I think probably people can glean from the craziness lately. 
like I've just been on the struggle bus lately of being able to be productive and get things done that I need to and uh, prioritizing appropriately, things like that. Sure. You know, things like, hey, Dana, you can take a shower for no reason, just because your body needs to be clean, not because you have to go somewhere. Okay. <laughs> just being honest. I'm sorry, I'm being honest. You, lucky you don't have to live with me. Dan Tipton. Oh, has, my so. God. Um, But this week, I really made a concerted effort to uh, do what I had told you last week and, like, celebrate the little, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, every little thing, every time I took shower, brushed my teeth, even though I do do those things, I, I still celebrated it. And I have to say, I got, I was much more productive this week. Mm-hmm. I like now, that. did I get done what I felt like I needed to? No, not even close. <laughs> not you even close. Baby steps. But I did get a lot done. I was proud of myself. I even had a writing meeting this week, and I have That's not written. Great. I have not written since um, before COVID, like when my mom passed. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's something that I I believe I have um, – it's an innate skill for me. You know, when I was a child, I wanted to be an author when I grew up. Um, it's something that I've worked hard at in my life that I've made a living at before, you know, mm -hmm. that I just kind of like dropped. So it kind of felt good to get those creative juices flowing again. I love that. Seriously. Yeah. That's big, big, big. It's always like jumping in, right? It's like once you're in it, then you're like, hey, I miss this or I enjoy this. It's making yourself just like. Do it's I just love getting myself to show up for it? Yes. Know? It's the same as exercise. Okay. Most people Ugh. are like, I don't wanna. But then once you're doing it, you feel bad. I'm speaking for myself, well, but I always feel better. It's making myself, I myself take the steps yes. out the door. I made myself take a walk yesterday when normally I would have been like, Oh, how about I just go watch uh -huh. some YouTube videos for a while? <laughs> um, and then, you know, I've been talking about um, bringing, like, you know, usually every year I try to do something, learn something new. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a real big believer in always learning. Like, I think that will keep you alive longer. A hundred percent. And also, I think subconsciously I'm also looking for another love and another pathway that mm -hmm. will just drag me down it because our industry is so up in arms right now. And nobody understands what's going on and, and there's oh, a writer's boy. strike coming and whatever. We don't need to get into the mire of that. But so I've started like, for example, I'm wearing my, my necklace that I made. This mm -hmm. is real garnet. Um, Love it. It's actually it's very beautiful. sparkly and pretty. And I hand knotted that like pearls, you know? Yep. Um, uh, so I'm super getting back impressive. Into Thank you. I'm I don't have delicate fingers with that kind of dexterity. Ah. You have like, you, <laughs> you have would. like delicate have fingers. I enjoy doing small things. You know, when I worked at a factory, I put mm -hmm. components on, on, uh, oh, you did circuit board. Mm -hmm. I would just have to be the one who pulls down the press. I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't pull them down by hand, but <laughs> Christ, it's not it. a cotton gin. <laughs> And you're like, <laughs> but anyway, this. yeah. So I was telling myself, you know, I'm learning a lot of new stuff for our podcast. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's obvious or not, but I really am. Um, we are building our year. Oh, mm -hmm. actually, this is a really great time for us to talk about 
mention again, because we need to, Yes. Uh, that we are going to be guests at a festival. The Happy Valley XL Improv Fest in State College, Pennsylvania in May. And for That's any right. of you in the area, in the nor'easter portion of the U.S. of A., come on down to State College and check us out. And we will us. post links to that. Um, yeah, you can meet us. You can watch a live taping uh, unfold in the flesh. It, it is a town that Dana has been to. I have not. I am yeah. very excited. I've been to Pennsylvania, it's but not cute. to State College. It's mm -hmm. where Penn State is. Uh, we have our lovely friend James Tierney, who is heading up this festival and who runs Happy Valley Improv, and we cannot wait to be there for it. Uh, we are so honored that they're that they've asked us to come out and do this. Yes, uh, I hope you don't think that I was just like stalling and ignoring you. I was looking for <laughs> like the pro professional blurb. <laughs> um, we're going to be doing a live recording of the Ransom Raves podcast. At the second annual Happy Valley XL Improv Festival in State College, Pennsylvania, happening May 18th through the 21st. There will be teams performing from around the world and multiple improv workshops. I will be teaching a workshop there mm -hmm. on Friday and one on Saturday. Uh, check out happyvalleyimprov.com slash XLFest for more information. Uh, the folks at Happy Valley Improv were able to invite both of us out with the support of a tourism grant funded by the Happy Valley Adventure Bureau. Uh, so that's so exciting. I, yes. so, I feel so privileged that they've asked us to come out and do a live recording Me to close too. out the festival. Um, how fun that they're bringing my friend out. Like, I just can't. I, I just it's am gonna so excited. It's going to be great. It's going to yes. be so great. If any of you are anywhere near there, please feel free to come meet us and support mm -hmm. us and just have fun. Exactly. Um, if I'm being honest, Jessica, mm -hmm. here's a little insider information for everybody. Yes. That weekend when I was asked to do the festival, mm -hmm. um, I had some reservations, not because I don't love doing it. I love doing it. But mm -hmm. that weekend is the anniversary of my mama's passing. And so oh. I was very nervous. Uh, everybody knows that. Usually I do something to honor my mom. Uh, sometimes silly, sometimes nice. She loved the mm -hmm. beach. I've gone to the beach several times, uh, a couple of times, I guess. Uh, last year I went to a ghost town mm -hmm. by myself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Made a little video about it because she used to like, like ghosty paranormally stuff. That's where I get mm -hmm. it, I'm sure. So I was really concerned, like emotionally, would I be able to hack it? Um, would that feel... Like I was still honoring my mom. Is that even mm -hmm. necessary? <laughs> you know, all of the things. Mm -hmm. And I just decided, you know what? This is an opportunity um, to do something that I enjoy. And I think my mom would be proud of me. She would. Um, so I went ahead and said yes. And then they came back and said, would you guys come and do a podcast? Like I couldn't be more excited. Mm -hmm. I'll be with you. I'll be having a good time. I'll be doing something we both really, really enjoy. Yes. Um, I'm sure we'll probably pop up on stage and perform. And then we get to perform together mm -hmm. doing this. Um, so anyway, I'm really excited about it. I am nervous. I'll put it out there. I don't want to be emotional. Sure. But I think I'm going to be all right. 
I think it'll be good. And she would yeah. be proud of you for doing that. And this is something that you always hear, but I really believe this. It's like those that we have lost want the best for us, want you to continue on, right? So what better way to honor your mother than by doing what you love and what you're good at? And she was very yeah. proud of that. So I think that's wonderful. My mama is the first one that ever told me I should do improv. Aww. She told me that in high school before I even knew what it was. Okay, so that's amazing, and that's a sign. That yes, I do believe in signs. Yes, I I actually I hadn't thought that. about that until this very moment. She told me that's amazing. I was in an, a production of The Sound of Music where my baby sister and my much younger cousin, they were around the same age, uh, <laughs> were leads. They were the Von Trapp children, and I was Frau Schmidt, the maid. <laughs> that was humiliating, and so, but that's our Maria. Me. Uh huh. Our Maria, she got stuck in her dress, like the zipper broke. And so me and the guy who played the butler, which sorry about it. I don't even remember the butler's name. <laughs> oh my um, God. We had to improvise for five minutes till they could get her out of that dress and put her next costume Stop on. Stop it. Yeah. And so I was like, what, 16 maybe? And my mom was like, you are good at improvising. How she even knew that word is beyond me because I don't come from a performance family. I don't, nobody right. in my family is an actor, but me, but she was like, you're really good at improv. Maybe that's something you should do. And there wasn't even an opportunity for that in my, mm -hmm. in my town. town? I never oh, heard totally. of Second City, none of that. So anyway, that just came to right. mind. You're right. That is a sign. That is a sign. That's what I, I love that. Yeah. Um, you know what? What better time to tell people how to be in touch with us? Yeah. Because you can ask us questions at any time about the festival. Send us in ideas for now, later, whenever. Please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. Thank you for those who have started following us. Uh, we are posting daily clips, reels, whatevs you like to call it these days. Jessica, uh, the you're Rants killing and Raves it. P. Oh, well, I try. You are. Uh, Dana taught cow. me how to edit, and I'm taking my baby steps into the pool by doing it on social media. And, I love it. Uh, thank you. I actually... You know, it just shows you, you even told me, make sure you go home and do this. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I will. Well, yep, you forget. So Dana answered a very late night call from me the other day. She even video chatted me, God bless, and uh, figured out the problem. And I was trying to use a software that is not how she taught me. I missed a key step. So thank you. And uh, find us on TikTok at... The Rants and Raves P. Uh, it is cut off. Uh, there's just a, a limit with characters. So Rants Sorry and about Raves, it. The Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook. The Rants and Raves P on TikTok. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which again, you can download just the audio portion or the video portion. You can see this craziness unfold in the flesh anytime you feel like it. Uh, that is the Rants and Raves podcast on YouTube. You can email us at any time, the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit the contact button on our website, www.theransandravespodcast.com. Thank you and keep writing in. Definitely. Uh, thank you, Jessica. You're killing it. You know, it's interesting. I was saying, what should I learn new this year? Or maybe should I bring it back some old things? 
Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You and I are learning a lot about technology yes. and keeping up with what the new trends are. I'm proud of Indeed. that. I'm proud I of that. I am too. I am too, uh, because you do get to an say, age where you don't yeah, necessarily want to. I you speak don't want for to, myself. You're t- you don't want to. You get tired and you're like, I have been learning new things since I was born. Can it please slow down? Um, but it doesn't. It really doesn't. So nope. <laughs> anyway, I'm proud of us. Yay. Cheers. Insert eye well, roll here, my coffee cup says. Here's my favorite mug that looks like a nice cable knit sweater. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're really uh, simpatico today because my rant is about something new that I tried to learn, Dana, and I tried to learn oh. it last night. I can't explain what came over me. I've always been annoyed that I can't. But let me just jump into that I decided, especially this is another um, inspiration from you. You're like, well, I just Googled it. I just Googled it. And I'm always like, yeah. whatever, just Googled it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. Why do I keep forgetting that not only can you find written information, but nowadays someone has made a video for literally everything from how everything. to change your oil to how to hardwire a reboot of a factory set phone from 10 years ago. You can find all of it. Now, mm-hmm. does it mean you're going to enjoy it? No. Does it mean you're going to have the patience and maybe try multiple different people's versions to see if it works? Yes. Does it mean that you then might abandon ship and not learn anything? Yes. Yes. I think we can just guess that's what happened to me. Um, I'll stop being cryptic. I tried to learn how to fold a fitted sheet last night. Um, I had been doing laundry, and I'm really good at folding. Very proud of that. Hello. That's from my years of training at The Gap. Oh, yeah. I fold anything like a pro. Including yeah. my sheets and towels, they have to be lined up perfectly. I'm kind of a freak about that stuff. I know. And you'd laugh because the I rest of my laugh. life is not. I wouldn't laugh. I would absolutely <laughs> praise you because yeah. if you saw my if you saw my linen closet, it makes me want to pull my own eyelashes out because <sighs> my boys don't care. They don't I care know. if they folded and then placed. Like open fold this way and then closed fold, then open. Fold. I-, I could go on and See, on. See, I can't. I can't handle also, it. Also, they grab one that they want from the middle and then everything else rips out. That's something I've uh, yes. been bringing up lately. I'm like, if you want to get something out, you're going to have to lift the stuff off the top and pull out that box. Not no, no, pull it open, reach in. No, And that mine... really goes for a linen cabinet. I have tried stacking washcloths and towels and sheets and everything this way, this way, this uh-huh. way for, for audio only, like standing up, laying down, horizontal, vertical, uh, any way you could possibly stack <laughs> to try and keep order. And they will still yes. grab from the middle of it. And then everything Always. unfolds, everything unfolds. And yes. sometimes I have a very shallow linen closet because we live in California and all our houses are the size of uh, little shoe boxes. And so... It's like two inches deep, practically, yes. right? So then also some will fall down on the carpet. I'm sorry. Once a washcloth has touched my carpet where your dirty ass feet have been, I ain't using it on my face, on my butt, on my nothing. Okay? Okay. I get you, Jessica. Please continue. I'm sorry. I you. jumped on your horse. Go. 
I watched two separate videos uh-huh. and they try to, and I'm telling you, they go so fast. I'm like, what? Yes. yes. And let me just explain to you. I watched two different videos and that's where I gave up. They both tried to explain to put the long ends horizontally. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. nobody can ever tell what's the long end and the short end, myself included. Mm-hmm. Then it says, grab this end and put your left hand in it, but turn it inside out. Then grab Alrighty. the corner farthest from you and put that over it. And I, do you see where I'm going with this? Yes. I kept going, I've, wait, what? I have And I had the phone down. Yeah. It's impossible. I that worked one, with a girl. Sorry. Go on. That one and the one where they're folding shirts and they grab, peek, peek, whoop, and it's all folded perfect. I can't. I have watched that so many times. Yep. It's ridiculous. It so I worked with a girl named Jessica Stone when I worked at anthropology. And I wish that I could have her come over to show me. And I wish I had paid more attention. That girl used to refold all of our fitted sheets at anthropology because people, of course, had to undo it. Like you can't tell what it looks like based on the packaging printed in the color or pattern that you're going to get in there. Mm-hmm. So that girl could fold a fitted sheet like a champ, like it came out of the factory. And we'd all just be like, leave it for Jessica. Not this Jessica, for Jessica Stone, champion of fitted sheet folding. You guys, I had the phone down on the bed and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch the video. I'm going like this. I could not keep up. And in the time that I was looking for the other corner to put my other hand in inside out to tuck under this, they were on the third step. Yeah. I kept restarting it. And then I'm like, this video is going too fast. I tried another video, another technique. I couldn't do it. You know what I did? Balled that shit up, smashed it down and put my perfectly folded flat sheet on top of it and shoved it in the linen cabinet. And that's it. And I'm not going to try again. Okay. Well, it was too my much friend stress. Kristen, she is able to fold it like, um, like uh, she, she the the fitted like sheet an is American still, flag when a military still, vet dies. Yes, it's still, like she doesn't get too wrapped up in the sheet because when she's done shold, folding the top sheet and the and the fitted sheet, it is mm-hmm. all one perfectly wrapped present with a pocket in the front. You know what? <coughs> like a hotel. I'd like to see her show me that. She did show me, and I still couldn't get it. Yeah, I my my mind doesn't work like that. And then my dad has, was like, "Oh, I mean, Kristen, you always fold my sheets." And I'm like, "How many times have I come to your house and fold the sheets for you?" <laughs> Gary was all impressed with the tuck and fold with the pocket. Oh, uh, so I have to mute myself. <laughs> I have to. I barked too hard, and I have to cough. Huh. I'm back. Okay. Oh my God. I so understand what you're talking about. It makes me, it's maddening. I can I take it a step further and say, Mm -hmm. I want so desperately to have organization in my life uh, because I'm a Virgo, I'm a perfectionist, but I get so easily overwhelmed or lose track and then I fall apart. And so I end up just buying all these organizational tools and then they don't work. Like you don't know how many times I've thought to myself, I need to have Jessica come over here and tell me how to organize my crafts because I have bought drawers. I have bought cubbies. I'm sitting right I'll next to you. I'll do it. I love doing it for others. I can't do it for I'm myself. Si- it's like a mental this. block. I, I, like 
everything I do, I I, I, can't, I don't know. It's frustrating. Oh, I want organization I'll come so over bad. and do it. It gives me great joy to do it for others, and I'm great at doing it for other people. I am horrific at doing it for myself. To me too. I'm not, but I'm not yeah. great at doing it for other people. Either. It takes the emotion out of it when it's not yours, and you don't second guess. And I'm just very good at knowing. Nope, you need this. No, you do not need this. And right. we should all be together. Yeah. We'll have you would an organization. Be like, you're never going to do lady. anything with those dead plants, Dana. You think you're going to turn them into art, and you're not going to. Throw it away. That's what you, I need to have happen. Yes. Totally. Mm. Well, I are. I have a, a short rant. I'm done. Is that okay? Yeah. I am okay. Done. Uh, yeah. I'm not watching any more videos to learn how to do something. No. Move just on to kidding. something else. I'm just abandoning fitted sheets. Move on to, yeah, learn something else that right? people are capable of doing. Because I'm convinced <laughs> these, people, these people are just uh, riling us up, making us think we can do that, but we can't. It's some uh, movie 100%. magic. <laughs> um, my rant is very simple this week. What is going on, Jessica? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and stay calm. What is going on with all you brake riders? I why feel y'all? Attacked. Why y'all driving with your brake on? I feel for attacked. Half a mile, a mile. Let me tell you something. Hit me. Why? Tell me why. Because my depth perception is not great, and I have twenty thirty vision which should make it impeccable. But when somebody breaks, I think that I'm about to slam into them. So I kind of always ride the brakes. I learned that from my dad. Oh my God, I said it. Everybody who's in the car with me knows it and hates it. I don't care, deal with it, or you drive. Then again, I'll hold on to the oh shit handle the whole time because I'm petrified to be in a car and I wish I could fly everywhere. Oh my God. We just got (laughs) such a deep peek into your soul. You drive and fast. You're, and you're an aggressive is, driver. I'm an aggressive driver, maybe too much. But I cannot handle you people who I am behind and you leave four car lengths in front of you so that everybody comes around us and just gets in front of you. Okay? And you're riding your brakes even though there are four cars that could fit in front of you. Let me tell y'all something. We ain't none of us mechanics. I get that. But here's what I do know. You be riding your brakes like that. You are wearing down your brake pads. Okay. Are they expensive? No. Brake pads aren't expensive. If you put them on yourself. Do you? you, Is that your next Google? Jessica? Because the labor it costs to have your brake pads replaced is real expensive in my opinion. Brake pads you can get probably 17 bucks, you go to the right place, okay? But that's not what you're going to pay to have them replaced. You are wearing your brakes down three times as fast as you should be. Does Gary Powell replace his own brake pads? He used to, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. That's a man who knows how to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Don't be riding your brakes, people. It makes me mad. And then when you slam on your brakes and there's no one in front of you, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't do that. There is always someone in front of me. Now, they may be 500 feet in front of me, but they're in front of me, rest assured. If you are already buffering and have (laughs) so much room 
that a semi could get in front of you. There's no way that car in front of you, a thousand, a thousand feet in You're front right. of you, is going to hit you. It just, I, <laughs> I don't get it. And also, how about you just bringing it up again? And I know, I know, I know you're sick of hearing me say it, but it's a massive problem. Why are y'all driving as slow as you can in the far left lane? No. You aren't turning. You aren't passing anyone. <laughs> what are you doing? And then you're mad at me. You're mad at me if I'm like, get out of the way, beep, beep. Uh, the law is slower traffic to the right. Correct. I didn't make up that rule. I didn't invent driver's ed. I don't work for the the Department of Transportation, but I know. (laughs) Y'all know, too. You know, when I drive by you and and give you this look, nostrils flared, that emoji with the mouth that goes down. That's what I do to people who are driving slow in the fast lane. (laughs) I can't handle it. I don't understand. And I don't understand how you people get mad when you break the rules and then somebody else is annoyed about it. And you're like, oh, fuck you for thinking I should play, follow the rules that everybody else does. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Pam Schnockerlead. Who the fuck cares? Oh, my God. I need to stop in front of this apartment in the middle of the road, even though there's only two lanes and have my hazards on. Because my friend is coming down, and she forgot her scarf. It has sparkles. I have to wait for her. And yes, I will be stopping traffic. Don't you dare beep at me. This road is for my car hazard lights, not you to drive. (laughs) It infuriates me. Who do you think you are? If you're not driving a UPS, a FedEx... Or a Amazon truck, you better not be stopped in the middle of the road with your blinkers on. Okay, even then it can be a bit much and dangerous. Well, and the thing is, here in L.A., we have extra lanes on the side of the road that you're not supposed to park in between 4 and 7 p.m. Because it's a traffic relief because we have so much traffic. And there's nothing they can do about it, but Amazon and UPS and FedEx and all these truck drivers are stopping in those lanes. So now we don't have any, any... flow for the heavy traffic that happened. Totally. I, I don't know. I'm just whatever. I told myself I wasn't going to yell today. Let's move on. <laughs> just plain <laughs> stupid. I was taking a right turn onto a street uh-huh. yesterday and a guy was fully parked at a meter, okay? I start turning. He pulls out in front of me. I honk at him. He rolls down his window, goes his hand to calm me down and goes, "Don't drive so fast." I said, you were literally parked and pulled out in front of me. (laughs) Don't drive so fast. How fast could I have been flying around that right turn corner I just took? Oh, Uh, my God. You were at a complete stop and pulled out in front of me. I'm in the (laughs) Is this the prettiest I've looked all day? I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. I never will. I don't understand how you can be comfortable 
knowing that you're not even going the speed limit and someone is literally on your bumper because they want to go faster. And then you spitefully go, I will not speed up. I will not let you pass me and I'll stay wherever I want. Why are you spiteful? Yeah, I don't do that. You, you just get over. I get over, over and I usually hang in the slow lane, no matter how far I have to go and not really annoys people that are in the car with me. Don't care. Well, at least you're out of my way. <laughs> I'm definitely going to edit part of this. Ah. I just lost my mind. I said it was going to be short and then I started screaming. Okay, whatever. Let's uh, move on. Hilarious. We need a cleansing breath. Yes, we do. <laughs> Once again, this week, I'm going to mute myself. But we like to get all of our frustrations out, as you can tell. <laughs> I don't know if this is something. I always say, I love doing this. It's so much fun. I have so much fun with Jessica. I wonder if it's just a second therapy. Oh, my God. It is. Yeah. Anyway, we like to get all our frustrations out. We take a deep breath in, blow all that tight, tense, anxious, mean, yelly out. out, and then fill up with goodness and laughter afterwards. So if you can mm -hmm. scream it out, I recommend it. It's lovely. If you can't, please just take a second to breathe with us. Okay? You ready? Yes. Okay. Take a deep ready. breath in. And uh, <sighs> I feel much better. <clears throat> you muted yourself. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I muted myself because I have so much garbling. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is quite a shocking corner, if you will. Uh, I don't even know other than a, what the, what? I didn't I even know headline, how to fully describe it. I haven't read it. it. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. I'm excited. I saw the headline. Right. This comes to us from multiple authors, it appears. Oh. Uh, Regina Barber, Margaret Serino, and Gabriel Spitzer. It's from NPR. Six doctors swallowed Lego heads for science. Here's what came out, pun intended. Oh, boy. Did it say pun intended or did you say it? No, I added that. So we okay. all know what Lego heads look like, right? Yeah. Oh, we have an editor's note. This episode contains frequent and mildly graphic mentions of poop. It may cause giggles in children and certain adults. <laughs> Maybe they pulled it from a podcast. Okay. When Dr. Andy Tag was a toddler, he swallowed a Lego piece, actually two stuck together. I thought, well, just put it in your mouth and try and get your teeth between the little pieces, he said. The next thing he knew, it went down the hatch. As an emergency physician at Western Health in Melbourne, Australia, Andy says he meets a lot of anxious parents whose children succumb to this impulse. The vast majority of kids like Andy simply pass the object through their stool within a day or so. Still, Andy wondered whether there was a way to spare parents from needless worry. Sure, you can reassure parents one by one that they probably don't need to come to the emergency room or worse yet, dig through their kid's poop in search of the everyday object. <laughs> but... Andy and five other pediatricians wondered, is there a way to get this message out? 
through science. The six doctors devised an experiment and published the results. Each of them swallowed a Lego head. They wanted to, basically, see how long it took to swallow and excrete a plastic toy. Recently, Sabrina sat down with shortwave scientist in residence, Regina Barber, to chart the journey of six Lego heads. The study excluded three criteria. A previous gastrointestinal surgery, the inability to ingest foreign objects, and aversion to searching through fecal matter. (laughs) I'm going to assume that most people were excluded from that. Okay? Yeah. Unless that's your kink. Researchers then measured the time it took for the gulped Lego heads to be passed. I hate so many modern articles. They have repeated the same thing a hundred times. So I am sorry for the boring uh, recap. Andy Tag and his collaborators also wanted to raise awareness about a few types of objects that are in fact hazardous to kids if swallowed. An important one is button batteries, the small round wafer-shaped batteries often found in electric toys. Well, yeah, no one should be swallowing any kind of battery or magnet, okay? So be mindful of how old your kid is if you give them toys with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Button batteries can actually burn through an esophagus. Okay, that, we are not talking about button batteries. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's just, that's it. Are you serious? That's the entire article? It doesn't even say what yep. they discovered or... Also, am I wrong? We have a lot of, like... Don't coroners kind of know how long it takes us to digest things and that's how they... Determine the time of death. Ah! Did, did they really need to swallow Lego heads or did they just want? Seriously. <laughs> that is the most anticlimactic end to it. Dana, all that it says at the closing of this article, other than not to swallow batteries, is researchers then measured the time it took for the gulped Lego heads to be passed. The time interval was given a found and retrieved time. Fart score. What? Why does it yeah. say fart score? F A R T found and retrieved time. I guess that's oh, just a God. happy coincidence that that's the Are you acronym. Sure this was by NPR and not the Onion. How about telling us whether it took an hour or a week? But why did you even do the study to begin with? Like, I don't know how they were trying to relieve is this, parents. Is this like like a Tide Pod issue where we have to like start talking about it on the news that teenagers are having Lego head swallowing parties? <laughs> I wish there was an answer to this because this is, again, very timely. I was with a friend last night who's one year old. She thinks... And this isn't someone who's a ding dong. This person's highly intelligent, highly tuned in and happens to be a kindergarten teacher. But she thinks her one year old swallowed a Band-Aid because the Band-Aid was on her finger and then it wasn't. And it wasn't found anywhere. It wasn't stuck to the child in their clothes, anywhere on the floor. Their house is so clean. They don't have carpet. Uh She's like, I don't know what else it could be. So she called the pediatrician and he laughed and said, well, just look for it and it'll probably come out in her poop. So then she had to call the school, the preschool and say, can you please kind of look when you're changing the diaper and see if you see a bandaid in there? 
I guarantee you those preschool teachers were like, uh-huh, sure. And then they hung up the phone and were like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thanks for nothing, NPR. Just kidding. I love NPR, but that is not a good article. Not, not a good not, article. Not pleased I was really... with the results. Lego heads for science. Here's what came out. That's the thing. They led us to believe that we were going to get information at the end. Clickbait. It is. It's clickbait. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I have a excuse me <laughs> corner. Uh, I'm assuming this is a this is a Jessica sprinkle here. Holy moly. Human roly poly. That smacks of Jessica. Did you add that? <laughs> Maybe. Be honest. Yes. Did you? Yes. Yes, I did. did. I know. I'm not bad about it. That one actually <laughs> made me like the rhyming of it. So this is from one of my faves, Oddity Central. Woo, woo. Mm-hmm. Who do you think wrote this, Jessica? Well, I think they only have one editor and journalist. Mm, spooky. Spooky wrote it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. This is Lay Down Anywhere with this wearable beanbag. Okay. A Japanese garment company recently <laughs> made international news headlines for its newest creation, a wearable beanbag that allows you, allows you to comfortably sit or lay down anytime, anywhere. Uh, I need to see it because I might order one. When thinking about ultimate comfort, a giant beanbag that you can wear is probably not the first thing that comes to mind. But according to Takiku, a garment company based in Japan's Aichi Prefecture, that's exactly what its new wearable beanbag is about. The seemingly wacky invention was reportedly inspired by the concept <laughs> of a cushion that ruins people. A rather popular idea among Japanese designers that basically revolves around offering consumers extreme levels of comfort that they don't ever want to move, thus ruining their lives. That's an odd that's an odd campaign to run, but okay. Oh my it god, is. here's a picture. Oh my god, Jessica, I have to show you the picture. If please God, let everyone start wearing these because then we would all be shaped like me. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I need it. It actually looks like a testicle, and no, you're not shaped like a ball sack. Oh my god. Now I can't unsee a ball. You're right. It looks like a testicle. I mean, it's because it's a beige color. For those of you not looking, it looks like a, it's a beige. The way testicle. it hangs. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it says this concept was born out of the idea of a cushion that would allow you to totally let go <laughs> anytime, anywhere. You can put this on and chill out in your living room. That seems appropriate in your own house, right? Sure. Loads of other places. Or office. That's that's why we created it. I mean, literally, you can lay down anywhere because it's a beanbag in front and behind you. Yes. But if you do that, don't you just appear uh, to not have a a human sloth? Oh, my gosh. Okay. The wearable beanbag has been available in Japan for a few months now, but it only recently started attracting attention after a video of a person wearing it went viral on Twitter. People are still on Twitter? Uh, Since then, it has been featured on national TV in Japan, and people have been going bananas about it. (sighs) So look, this shows you. She can sit. She can lay. She can bounce. I see. Yeah. Uh, 
it's apparently one of the few good things that has come out of COVID-19 lockdown as the Japanese garment company was inspired by people's nesting behavior to make their stay at home as comfortable as possible. Available in three different sizes in various colors. Oh, good. You don't have to get, you don't have to get testicle beige. Oh, um, my God. Making it ideal for use virtually anytime, anywhere. One thing you need to keep in mind is that the adult version weighs around 5 kilograms or 11 pounds. So it's a what? bit heavier than your regular garments. 11 oh, pounds. Oh, you don't say. 11 pounds. I'm going to wear that around the neighborhood instead of a fat suit, a sweat suit. You know what I'm talking about? Those rubber yes, suits. They, those rubber suits that, that make people you sweat used your to wear. Out? Yes. Oh, my word. This is okay. 11 pounds. I can't even fathom. Here we go. Um, demand for wearable beanbags has skyrocketed after the extensive media coverage. So getting your hands on one could be tricky right now. They're currently priced at 7,800 yen or $60 for a small and 9,800 yen, $74 for the medium. And then the large is 15,800 yen, which is $119. Um, can you imagine an entire train or bus full of walking testicles? No. Like how you couldn't go to the movies in that. You couldn't sit in an airplane in that. You couldn't sit on a bus and let someone sit beside you. They're going to be sitting. I think that's about you. the, yeah, that's the only time that it would work. You just gave me an idea for when they have the outdoor cinemas, which they do here instead of a drive-in. It's like a walk-in. You can go to like a park and they have movies on a jumbotron and sit mm -hmm. there. Then they could rent out those wearable bean bags. I do you guess know how dirty. That is, it's going to end up being 37 pounds with all the human skin flakes and sweat and pounds of nasty yuck that gets stuck in that wow. bag. Did you ever go bowling or roller mm -hmm. skating? Because we put our feet into other people's sweaty shoes. Oh, okay. I know. It's disgusting. But we also, like, drove our children in the front seat without car seats. So, yep. How We're in the back even... of a pickup. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I I don't know. Initially, I was like, yeah, I'll, I will be a walking beanbag. I don't think so. Now that I'm thinking no. about it. Now that I'm thinking about it, no. All right, well, Snarsky. cool. <laughs> I love how we go oh. back in both of our corners. We're like, we fill up with goodness and laughter. And then we're like, what is this? Because <laughs> they're both ridiculous. They are, they are. But... <sighs> I will say, I do think we have particularly wonderful raves this week. We do. So my rave is something that I saw on a local news segment. And this uh, broke my heart as anything dealing with a wrongful conviction does. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And I will tell you before I talk about this man that I am constantly in complete and utter awe, amazement, and I don't know what other word to use for people who were severely wronged in this life, and in particular, people who were falsely imprisoned for crimes that they didn't commit, how they can A, be remotely normal in and out of prison if they hopefully are then let out, 
and how they can use their experience to be positive. Because I am telling you right now, yes, I always try to find the silver lining and always, instead of tormenting myself, say, hey, I've got to learn something from this, even if it's just to never do that again. I need that. I need to have a takeaway. I need there to be a lesson so that I'm not tormented by this bad decision or bad fate or whatever it is that falls upon you. This man's name is Leroy Washington. His website that I'm about to discuss is called Art by Wash, W-A-S-H. Fulton Leroy Washington is a self-taught artist with a unique ability to express human emotions in the form of paintings, as an educator, and a public speaker. Wrongfully convicted in 1997, it's a long time ago, for a nonviolent drug offense, learned and refined his craft in oil and acrylic while serving a life sentence. So let me also back that up, which is a separate issue. A nonviolent drug crime, and the man was sentenced to life in prison. But I'm glad that rapists and murderers and terrorists uh, are out in eight years with good behavior. Yeah. Right? So this man, again, I'm sorry that I keep repeating myself. Life sentence, crime he didn't commit for a nonviolent offense. Taught himself how to paint. And the mandatory minimum that had been set during the era of the war on drugs, hence the life sentence, on May 5th, 2016, after Fulton Leroy Washington had been incarcerated for 21 years, Mm -hmm. President Obama commuted his sentence and granted him clemency. Washington seeks to become a world-renowned artist. His first subjects were his fellow inmates. He created elaborate photorealistic portraits of his cohorts from all around the world, often setting them in idyllic landscapes dressed in civilian clothing and free. Other portraits depicted the inmates' psychological fissures, including large tears drawn on their faces. Some portraits were adorned with paintings within the paintings of tears or anxieties that subjects had shared with him. In 2020, Washington was selected as one of 30 artists to participate in the Hamer Museum's Made in L.A. Biennial, where he was also the recipient of the Public Recognition Award. The Hamer Museum is a very revered space here in Los Angeles, so that's a huge honor. Huge, yeah. His exhibited works have been acquired by U.S. museums and national and international collectors. Most recently, his work has been featured in the group shows Shattered Glass at the Jeffrey Deitch Gallery in Los Angeles and Miami Art Basel 2021, Black American Portraits at LACMA, another amazing museum in this country that we have right here. Um, Also, Washington's exhibited painting of Kobe Bryant was acquired by the museum with funds courtesy of Aubrey Drake Graham, a.k.a. Drake. So Drake the musician, I guess. Interesting. Uh, Must have purchased that for the museum. Love that. Yeah. Uh, Washington continues to work daily in his Compton, California studio on commissions for clients in the art world and above all, infusing his creativity into storytelling, into every work of art. Um, You guys need to see him. 
He is an amazing man. I loved him while he was being interviewed. And something that is extremely exciting, and I tried to find this on his website, and maybe they don't have anything about it quite yet. He is in the process of having a multi-level uh, studio built. I don't know where exactly, but somewhere like in Compton. And he is turning that into a center for people once they leave jail. My husband and I talk about this all the time, especially, I'm sorry, but people who are nonviolent offenders, okay, mm -hmm. that are not skinning people alive and things like that, okay? They leave jail after sometimes an obscene amount of time. They also have been given no skills. They have nothing to come out to. He is creating a studio to A, bring them in, teach them about art and all these other things. It is also going to be, pardon me from saying this incorrectly for using the term halfway house, it is going to be set up for people to live for up to six months if they are approved and follow the guidelines, housing for six months after leaving prison to get them on their feet, get them set up and things like that. So this man is absolutely incredible. I cried watching his story. I am so moved by this that somebody can let such a horrific, tragic, horrible thing that impacted his life for 21 years. That is over yeah. two decades that he yeah. can now come out of it wanting to help others. And it's, I can't say enough about it. And he is incredibly talented. So check out Art by Wash. And uh, stay tuned because I'm going to keep looking for when they open up that center and we can have a follow-up on that down the road. Absolutely. I love that it says uh, Fulton Leroy Washington has been sharing his story of positivity, self-belief, and resilience with audiences across the country. Mm -hmm. So you can book him for public speaking. You can also book yep. him for art classes for your group mm -hmm. I'm seeing on his website. You can also order a unique, like you can commission an art piece. Mm -hmm. His classes are fun, relaxed, informal, taught by, taught by artist Fulton Leroy Washington. And then he does commissioned art paintings and murals. So you can check mm -hmm. all that out on his website. Yeah. Using a bad experience for positive is, is that's amazing. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Public speaker, words of wisdom, encouragement, and storytelling. That's what is his website says. I love this. Yeah, his stuff is beautiful. Beautiful. Right? Awesome. Check that out, everybody. Thank you, Jessica, for sharing. Indeed. My rave this week is Kindness is Free program with the Boys and Girls Club. Yay. I just want to read you a little bit about it. It's very cool. Kindness is Free is a program that wants to empower the next generation to be kind by teaching and bringing awareness of the importance of treating everyone equal. Oh, how about that? Mm -hmm. Showing respect to all persons and being considerate of others. Mm -hmm. I love that. Through kindness, presentations, pop-ups, and special pledge events, we bring awareness and share the importance of kindness to the greater Los Angeles area and create a kindness movement in our communities led by our youth. The Kindness Pledge is something that they take and mm -hmm. is, is at the heart of their kindness program. We invite everyone to take the Kindness Pledge. The pledge is short and universal and can be used with club members, school children, teens, and adults. The pledge touches on three keys to kindness, 
and gives the person taking the pledge the opportunity to make a public declaration of their promise to be kind. When someone completes taking the pledge, they are gifted a kindness pledge card. So if you can see here, there's some kids posing with their with their uh, mm. kindness pledge card. And the kindness pledge is, number one, I pledge to show respect to others. Number two, I pledge to treat everyone equally. And number three, I pledge to be considerate. I love mm. that. That's, yes. that's things that everyone of all ages can do. Now, for those of you who live near LA, this is interesting. If you don't, maybe contact your your local Boys and Girls Club, see if they have mm -hmm. something like this available. The kindness program is mobile. The kindness pop-ups can be hosted anywhere from schools, businesses, parks, parties, churches, and anywhere the message of kindness is welcomed. The purpose of the kindness pop-ups is to promote and bring kindness awareness to communities. Pop-ups include the Kindness Pledge, free kindness merchandise giveaways, and other fun surprises. We're happy to come to your next event with our Kindness Mobile Van. Aww. I love that. You can, um, we'll go ahead and put a link to this website here. It is the Boys and Girls Clubs of West San Gabriel Valley is where we got this from and Eastside. But it is uh, WSGVBGC.org. So we'll put that. We'll put that in our in our show notes. Really, really cool. And yes, we've got to teach our children kindness so that they don't end up hosting podcasts where they scream too much. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love it. Kindness is free, you guys. Kindness yes, is free. It is. Yes, it um, is. Yes, it is. Just say hi to somebody this week. Just tell them their sweater's pretty if you think it. Just right. you never know how that's going to impact somebody. Somebody told me the other day they liked my hat, and this was my literal. She may have regretted it because literally I went like this. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she made oh my day. Oh, my God. Lovely. Jessica. Yes. I think that's our show. I think it is. Do you want to tell people one more time how to get a hold of us? Yes. Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can find us on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Rants and Raves podcast. You okay. can also find us anytime you want by directly emailing us at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you, Dana. Thank you for being you, for all the joy that you bring to me, and for your patience. Oh, you're so it's kind. Thank you for accepting me as I am <laughs> and allowing me to speak with you um, on a microphone. Thank you. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I like to leave us every week. Is there anything new you're watching? Oh, you you saw a movie, right? Mm, you guys. Mm. It is streaming now on HBO Max. I highly, highly recommend The Banshees of Inisherin, mm -hmm. uh, starring Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Um, it's incredible. Everyone is great in it. The entire cast is phenomenal. Um, the 
score of the movie is incredible. Uh, it was one of those where it's like throughout the movie, it really stands out. It's very different. Um, yes, I will also tell you it is both funny and poignant. It's, I don't know that it would be considered a dark comedy or a dramedy. It has a lot of humor. It also can be quite dark, but it is very poignant, very touching. Uh, also, I was maybe 20 feet from Colin Farrell. And let me tell you something, folks. I got the vapors. That man is a walking dream. He is <laughs> so radiant. So confident without being arrogant. Sorry, there's a huge difference. And confidence mm -hmm. is real attractive in any human being. Um, he is a beautiful man. He smiled. He was so gracious with all of his co, um, co-stars. What was I going to say? Cohorts, co-actors. What the hell is wrong with me? See the Banshees of Inisherin. It's incredible. Okay. okay. It is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Yes. And I've you got to focus. Many people say it that to them, it's the best movie of the year. Also, Which the cinematography is beyond. Sometimes with like really well-praised movies, a lot of times they're sad and I have a hard time with it. But yeah, I heard this one's I like know. worth it. You got to see it. You'll love it. I know you'll love it. I just it. want to show everyone what you sent me the other night. It was pretty late. I don't know what time, but just, <laughs> just that. Look at that. I <laughs> <laughs> Also, I always judge people for taking pictures. Yes, I'm one of those jerks that tried to inconspicuously through somebody's huge head sitting right in front of me, snap a pic of him on stage. I so what? did what That's I always fine. chastise people for. No. And then by right the way, there. I've been to, this was a SAG screening. And so there's a Q and a afterwards, which is amazing. And they usually keep it very short and it's usually held by, or like moderated by somebody who works for variety or one of mm -hmm. those big Hollywood publications, Hollywood reporter, things like that. They mm -hmm. ask like 30 minutes of questions of the casting, sometimes part of the crew. And then they're off. Well, at the end, people just made like a bum rush towards the stage. And I've been to some where there's mega stars. No one's ever done that. People lost their damn minds over Colin Farrell. And there was one guy in particular, and my friend's like, what's up, grandpa? Uh, an older man. And he like clearly said, can I take a picture? This wasn't a photo event. And Colin Farrell nicely like leaned down, like to kind of bend in. And the guy threw his arm around like got him around the net now i know he wasn't trying to hurt him no but a, but... he almost pulled him off the damn stage and colin farrell visibly went like what the i don't know if he said anything to the guy or not he shoved him off it's like agreeing to take a picture with you doesn't mean you can now throw your bare arm no. around the guy and no. practically choke him out for a selfie to put on your social media oh my god what a nightmare Maniac. I'll take a picture with you, but don't touch me. Okay. You do not touch a stranger. No. And by the way, now when I see people because of this new world we're in, if it's someone that I haven't seen in a long time and I don't know how they feel about anything these days, I go, oh my God, can I give you a hug? I ask. Yeah, I never ask. ask. I ask people now. Yes. 
Come on, folks. Okay, I don't know why I just started ranting in favor of Colin Farrell. He's nothing but a rave, I'll have you know. Well, you just really enjoy him. That's yes, I okay. Do. I like that. You're just trying to keep him safe, Jessica. <laughs> Um, I haven't been watching anything really. I did hear King of the Hill is coming back. I do enjoy <gasps> King of the Hill. I love it so much. I what? know. I enjoy it very much. It's funny. Bobby's like one of my favorite characters ever. 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 He uh, he has some of the funniest uh, one-liners to me. Like when he ate the lipstick yes. and he was, because he was afraid that Luann was going to get caught, arrested in Mexico. <laughs> And then it uh, tastes like turtles. I can't. I can't. I have <laughs> way too much brain space, which I don't have a ton of, is oh taken up by Bobby Hill quotes in my brain. I and I can't remember it. anything. I, I thought I, you were going to say it's when he ate the lutefisk. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yes. Ew, yes. He eats all the lutefisk, a mm-hmm. salted cod, which is preserved in lye that is a big uh thing i believe in minnesota from oh, uh scandinavian countries they I like the lutefisk i think yeah. norway in particular yes well bobby mouths down on a pan full of lutefisk then gets really sick goes in the bathroom at church and blows it up by you know whating and then grandpa walks in and goes oh my god and lights a cigarette in the church bathroom and then flings the match and it burns the church down. <laughs> well, Jessica, that says a lot about you. <laughs> yeah, it I love that show. It's just so silly to me. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm not watching anything. So if you have anything you need me to watch, well, that's not true. I've been watching, you know, I get down these rabbit holes, Jessica. Uh, and you can find anything on YouTube. So that's true. This week, I've been watching a lot of historical documentaries about the Tudors. Sorry. Oh, hey, that's learning. I don't be sorry for that. I don't retain anything, it's but I do enjoy it in the moment. Yeah, yes. it's fascinating to me. And I frequently think of your husband, Helen. I try not to inundate him with like cool medieval armory <sighs> finds and things that I have. There's never but too anyway, much. She loves it. That's the kind of nerdy stuff I've been doing. Um, before we get out of here, we'll be back next it. week. I always hope that next week I'll be a little more uh, normal, sane, not off my rocker. But, you know, I don't make promises I can't keep. So um, I, I brought a point. Sometimes I like to bring a point to ponder, something for you to think about, something encouraging, mm-hmm. something a little odd. This one I feel like definitely is odd. It's interesting. Mm. And also still encouraging because, as I said last week, possums, you know, they sleep 20 hours a day and we don't. So mm-hmm. I said that made us winners. This mm-hmm. one is a, is a little gross, uh, but also kind of funny. Lobsters pee out of their faces. What? Did you know that? No, I did not. And all you people going around, I mean, I don't know if you eat the face of a lobster when you eat lobster. Do you eat the face? (laughs) No. No, you do not. Well, I just thought you should know when you're eating the bugs of the sea. You're peeing out their faces. You know what? You can golden shower me with lobster any day. Shut up. That is the end of our show. Stop it. 
Jessica! Stop making claws. You just mm-hmm. said that a lot. No. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>